This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Cheap Thrills. I looked up the tagline, but my phone locked and I'm lazy. I'll give you $10 to look it up right now, Chris. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. And of course that means there's no horse noise. Yes. I mean there's a yeah. horse noise, but no horse lanta. I mean is it Nah. No, I didn't think so. Alright, that's it. That's all I'm using the soundboard for. <laughs> that's a lot of soundboard, comparatively speaking. Yeah. That is twice the soundboard I normally do for him. <laughs> So where is where is Horse Lanta today, Chris? Barrier. Yeah, getting reshoed. Yeah. A reshot, reshod. Reshod, I think is right. Felicia. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Rashad. Yeah. Well, once the shoes are better, I'm sure we'll have the horse back. Yeah, it might be a little bit. I I believe he is probably out for the rest of the month. Yeah, but that's that's fine because we have holidays this month. So who the fuck knows who when anyone can record anything ever? Yeah, fuck consistency. <laughs> that that's I mean, our official yeah, so uh, the, mission statement. Yeah. So just uh, for this ep- for the sake of this episode, listeners, if we say next week, we mean next episode because we have no idea when the next episode's going to happen. Maybe it's next week. Maybe it's not. We don't even know. It's fun for everybody. Yeah. So, uh, Chris, how does this uh, this movie film start? This one, as requested yeah. by Mr. Matt. Mr. B- Hot Doggy Matt himself from yeah. Horror Show Hot Dog. The one, the only. Yeah. Go to HorrorShowHotDog.com and listen to their shit. Yeah, check it out. It's not, it's, it's not shit. It's stuff. Yeah. If you like us, that's interesting. <laughs> choice on your part <laughs> if you like us you'll probably like them better yeah because <laughs> they're at least mostly sober during their their recordings cowards hmm. and as the dude who kind of knows stuff on this podcast charlie on their podcast knows way more than i do oh no you're you're opening up a whole like which one of us is which one of them and that just gets weird well, you're the straight man. I'm the guy who knows stuff. And then Horse Lance is the agent of chaos. Yeah, but how does that track over to the hot dogs? Uh, j- well, hmm. Leave it in the Maybe comments Josh- below. <laughs> yeah, Josh is the closest they get to a straight man. I never thought but- of myself as a Josh. <laughs> and then I, I mean, Matt's not a big agent of chaos, but he's a, he's a little bit of an agent of chaos. Honestly, Horse Lanta is the Hollywood done of their podcast. <sighs> That's a deep cut. That's for only yeah. the real, real deep horse show hot dog fans. Yeah. Uh, I miss me some Hollywood done every now and then. Well, he's in Hollywood. What are you going to do? Yeah, I don't make him movies, fucker. Anyway. Anyway, speaking of movies. Cheap Thrills. thrills. How's it start? Uh... With sadness. I mean, it starts with a 
uh, alarm going off, right? Yeah. Wake your ass up in the morning, get up, kiss your wife, kiss your baby, hug your wife, hug your baby, give your wife the only 20 bucks you have in your wallet for gas so she can drive the baby places. Yeah, and that lets you know how old this movie is because people are hanging around paper money like a bunch of savages. Yeah, like it's... I Although... I will say my sister-in-law it was is always weirded out that we never have cash. Cuz I'm a, like got a card. Why would I have cash? I'm con- confused. Anytime anybody says, "Hey, do you have any cash on you?" are like, "No, it's the year of our Lord 2023. Why the fuck would I have money?" I have 50 cents in the console of my car because I go to Aldi sometimes and I need the quarter to get a cart. <laughs> I'll, I'll, and then I get the quarter back, and I but I have a spare quarter in case I lose the other quarter. <laughs> I'll 3D print you some slugs. <laughs> I'm not saying that's a thing I do, but I'm saying I could 3D print you some slugs. So we went to Aldi this last, not this weekend, but last weekend, and a lady, I was returning the cart to the, the carts, and she just handed me a quarter and took my cart. I'm hoping it's a real quarter. <laughs> I didn't check. <laughs> I have one dollar because we got a new washer and it was under the old one. Yeah. Honestly, I have cash because of the of honey sales uh, because people still like to pay us in cash sometimes. So, like, we have my wife has a coworker who would buy quarts of honey from us and it is $44 for a quart of honey. And so he would like get two, like, he would get like three quarts to hand my wife, like, a hundred dollar bill and some other bills. And she's like, wife's like, I feel like I'm doing a drug deal right now. <laughs> like, he would just like walk up to her at work and just hand her like a wad of money. <laughs> Y'all are beating at the parking lot of a Walmart parking uh, next to I each li- other. <laughs> no, literally two days ago, I handed a guy a box. And he Venmoed me $110. <laughs> he stopped on the side of the road. I walked up to him, handed him a box through his window, and he Venmoed me $110. <laughs> that is, I mean, I've, I've heard that's similar to how drug deals work. I wouldn't know that. <laughs> uh, it's Selling honey is a wild business sometimes. I used to, so we, I used to just like have samples at my desk. And I would get two people to try it, and then they would go and tell everyone else to go try the honey and buy honey. For like, I would have people selling honey for me in the office without trying because they were like, "Oh, like he has honey here. Try this; it's great." Like, and then we had like kind of multiple kinds of honey. Like, we kind of separated out based on flavor, and then people would sit there and debate which flavor was the best flavor of honey. Like, it's it's fucking wild. Like, honey. It triggers something in people's brains. They go a little nutty. It's great. I mean, I kind of wish we could still do it, but we are stopping after this, this, this last this year because my wife's my wife's uh, honeybee allergy is not getting any better, and I would rather have a wife than honey. Yeah, that's legit. Yeah, I know, it's weird. I know, but. So anyway, he hands his wife 20 bucks for gas, which won't fill a tank these days. Yeah, that was back when 20 bucks would put gas in your car and not just be an insult. Man, when I started driving, 20 bucks would fill your car twice. Yeah, you could fill up your car and get a, like a Mountain Dew and a bag of Doritos. Dude, it was like 96 cents a gallon when I started driving. 
We're old. I'm, I'm I'm not even joking. It was literally ninety six cents a gallon. And they uh. Do you need, do you need to get that, Chris? Do probably not. I'm gonna ignore it. <laughs> okay. Can't call you Hollywood because horse Dan is not here. That's true. And as he leaves the uh, the apartment, there is an eviction notice. Yeah. He's short like uh, $4,500. Yes. Which sounds he like he ain't, ain't been paying rent for a while. Yeah. It depends where you're at. Like where I'm at, where I live, that's like two, maybe three months of rent. Like three months of rent if you're lucky. Well, this was, uh, what, 2013? So it probably wasn't that terrible yet, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Like we Presumably were... they're in L.A. I'm not 100% sure on that. So, oh, yeah. So 10, yeah. so 10 years ago, when this movie came out, I was renting a one-bedroom condo in a... We were renting a one-bedroom condo in a rather nice neighborhood. Like, we were, like, one block away from a subway stop to take us and take my wife into D.C. It was, like... 20 minutes door to door for my wife via met via the subway. And we were $1,800 a month, I think. Yikes. Yeah. So that's like, yeah. So that was like less than three months rent for us 10 years ago. That thing is I have a whole house for not much more than that a month. Yeah. USA. USA. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, the housing market here is fucking nuts. I don't know about where you're at, but like here, like we bought for like four eighty five, and I think Zillow says we could sell our house for like seven seventy now, and that was ten years. We bought ten years ago. My house when we got it was significantly cheaper. Yeah. Than rent for the mortgage. Would you pay, Chris? Would you pay seven hundred seventy thousand dollars for my house? Uh, as a person who's been to your house, probably yeah. not. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck that. Like, I wouldn't pay that much for my house. <sighs> but anyway, so yeah, so he's uh, apparently hasn't paid rent for half a month, and they're going to evict him. Yeah, he heads to his job at... Uh, Jiffy Lube? Yeah. I mean, basically... More or less. It's a family yeah. owed Jiffy Lube. Yeah. He gets laid off because times are tough. Yep. I mean, this was just after the financial crisis, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah. And things aren't going our protagonist way. What are we going to no, call the he, protagonist? It is hard to make rent when you don't have a job. And I'm pretty sure he didn't get a sweet golden parachute from his uh, mechanic job. If you have to wash your hands after work, you don't have a golden parachute. Yeah. Also, but he used to be a writer, apparently. Yeah. Like, during the opening credits, like, you see, they, they show some, like, bylines that he has. Yeah, he, he went to, like, uh, college or whatever. Yeah, he went to... to so yeah, he has a bachelor's in English or journalism, probably. Yeah. Oh, it's like uh, it's like some guy said to me one day. Yeah, that degree will get you a real good job at McDonald's one day. 
<laughs> yeah, I will say having a finance degree probably translates a little bit better than an English degree. Although I do know, I do know a fair number of technical writers. A writer's technically that that's an important distinction. No, no, no. Technical technical writing is a uh, discipline, and they do that and get paid. So he's he's having a bad day, protagonist. Yeah, and so he goes. He's going to do what we do when we have a bad day watching movies. He's going to go drink about it. Yeah, which you know. We've all been there. He heads to the local bar. Yeah, it's a dive bar. Is that safe to say? I mean, it's like the Hollywood equivalent. I've I've not been in a lot of bars, personally, but I mean, if you go to a bar and your immediate first concern is where the exits are because somebody's probably going to stab you. Then you know you're in a dive bar. Okay, I guess I assumed dive bars were slightly nicer than that, but maybe not. If you're not somewhat concerned that you've never been to a bar where you're immediately like, "This is not the place for me." I'm a I'm a white man, Chris. Every place is for me. True. Yeah. We have a dive bar here in town. Kings, God bless it. It's a terrible place. Is that, the, is that the place where you lit the bartender up with twenty bucks and then just drank the rest of the night? No, that was a different place. Oh, okay. They were just sliding me stuff all night for fun. Yeah, I mean, you you line them up that much, you give them that big of a tip, they're gonna reciprocate. I learned that from Bad Santa. I watched that this weekend. A quality holiday film for the family. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's that, yeah, that's, we should do that movie sometime. I think that might spark some interesting discussion. And while at said dive bar, uh, an old high school acquaintance, I believe. Yeah, the Green Arrow attacks him. Yeah. Tells them he's failed the city. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it's Ethan Embry playing this guy, but this guy totally, at least at this point, totally could have been Stephen Amell, like with a beard. Like I've seen Stephen Amell in a beard or with a beard and in a beanie, and he basically just looks exactly like Ethan Embry with a beard and a beanie. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree. Yeah, and so yeah, Ethan Embry like pretends to. Hold him up for money, but then it's like, hey, dude, I haven't seen you forever. Let me buy you a drink. What are you drinking? Let's drink together. Woo. And he's a professional ne'er to well. He is a uh, leg breaker for the mob. Yeah, muscle for some sort of nefarious outfit. He's a muscle for a bookie, if nothing else. Yeah. Because, yeah, because uh, our protagonist is like, hey, uh, dude, um, actually, this guy, I, I have never actually watched Trailer Park Boys, but he reminds me of the guy with, like, the Coke bottle glasses. Bubbles? Doesn't he kind of remind you of Bubbles? Kind of. Yeah. Like, visu- yeah, visually. Like, I've never, again, I've never seen Trailer Park Boys. I have no idea what Bubbles is like as a character, but visually kind of reminds me of Bubbles. I can see um, that. Does not have Bubbles yeah. energy as a character, but visually, yes, I will, yeah. I will acquiesce. 
Okay, thank you. So Bubbles, yeah, so Bubbles asks uh, Green Arrow, so uh, how does this whole uh, leg-breaking things for a bookie work? And the guy's like, well, I I broke a guy's arm for 80 bucks in front of his daughter. Can you do that? <laughs> yeah, sick. 80 yeah, bucks. I, yeah, that's, wow. Like, hey, you got a gameplay problem. Let me break your arm. Uh, I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, like, obviously the guys go into bookies and get their arms broken for 80 bucks. The guys who have a gambling addiction and, like, may, hopefully that's their rock bottom, but probably not. I mean, 80 that. bucks is some low-stakes-ass shit. Right? Like, I mean, you could maybe panhandle that in a week if you tried. Yeah, you could find enough aluminum cans floating around to probably fix that problem. Not in Virginia, because we don't have a deposit, Chris. <laughs> hey, you gotta take them to the scrapyard. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, see, Iowa has a five cent deposit, so you only need to would only need to collect uh what sixteen hundred cans. That's all. Yeah. Apparently, you've never ripped a bunch of copper out of a place and sold it to the scrapyard. Definitely, I've never sold anything to a scrapyard. Bloody da, Mister Fancy never went scrapping before. I've taken half full gallons of paint to the ju- to the junkyard before, though. I spent the, a, uh, the the landfill. I spent a summer as a professional scrapper. Yeah. Well, I say professional, but I almost died repeatedly and was drunk most of the time, so I don't know how professional that is. But I, mean, I got a. I, I think that describes a lot of professions, Chris. I got a Crown Victoria for like two hundred dollars. Nice. Crown yeah. Vic. Yeah. I drove a I drove a Crown Vic for a while. Yeah, the moral of the story is if a guy shows up with beer and a flatbed, um you're probably gonna get hurt before it's over. Not like emotionally, but like physically. Like I almost lost a hand. I mean, it's still mostly there. If I didn't have a watch on, I would have had my hand crushed. Yeah. So that was cool. Worst that ever happened to me was working retail when I fell in between uh, some pallets, but I fell like uh, feet first with my arms above my head. And I was like wedged into a spot almost basically the width, like the size of my body. So I had no leverage. Because my arms were up between the pallets. <laughs> That's pretty that good. That was fun. I also had someone drop a pallet on my foot once, but that didn't turn out as bad as it could have. Well, that's good, at least, I suppose. Yeah, so, so folks, retail, far less deadly than scrapping. Yeah. But you're not drunk as much, so there's that. Uh, no, I had an alcoholic manager. <laughs> my boss made us drink. Oh no, my boss didn't make us drink. He just was happy to drink with us, but also and also show up after having drank. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I like to crack open beers at eight forty-five in the morning. That's what's up. I I try not to drink until afternoon. 
That's because you're not a professional scrapper. I am not a professional scrapper. I am a amateur podcaster. No, we get paid for this. Not much, but we get paid, so we're professionals. You get, I get paid. You get paid. I get paid. <laughs> You're a professional. I'm podcaster. a professional. You all are amateurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is fine because you pay for the hosting, and that seems fair that you get the money that pays for hosting. <laughs> yeah, we're a break even company. Not great, but hey, whatever. It's better than a lot of companies. True. Yeah, so anyway, uh, they they catch up. They reminisce about how they had a band in high school. Uh, and they drink a little bit. Uh, the uh, protagonist goes to the bathroom. And as he walks in, there's a dude just taking a rail off the top of the urinal. Like you do. Who, Like some people do. And then he like jets out, but drops a rolled up $20 bill in the toilet. And the protagonist, like, you know, has a little bit of a discussion with himself because he's like, well, it's $20, but I am a human being and it's in a toilet. But I am a human being who is going to be evicted and doesn't have a job. So that's $20. So perhaps I will, I guess I will reach into this toilet and fish the $20 bill out of the toilet. But I mean, it's a toilet that's been flushed that it was dropped into. So, I mean, relatively clean water. And it's just, it's, it's a bill. Like, you're just going to, like, dry it out, put it in your wallet. And, like, it's not going to hurt you. You just wash your hands after touching it. And it's fine. And so he, uh, so after picking up the $20 bill out of the toilet, he goes back out into the bar and his and, and uh, Green Arrow is now sitting uh, at a booth with uh, with Blackney guy from uh, Anchorman, David David Keckner, or is yeah. it Whammy? That's it, Whammy. Uh, and his hot blonde wife. Yeah, I mean she's pl- she's played by Sarah Paxton. The character's name is Violet. But like, basically, her job is to be blonde and uh, married and attractive. Yeah, she does a, a good job of being blonde and married and attractive, and on the phone, and also on the phone. Yeah, and she's like twenty years younger than him, at least. Yeah, it's a real uh, what May December. I mean, it's David Keckner, so like he is bald. And I feel like he's looked like that probably since he was like 22, right? Very possibly. Entirely possible. Um, they order the best bottle of tequila that the, the bar has, which is $300 worth three, which costs $300. And they do shots. And I don't know, like I have had, I've had tequila that is only worth shooting. And I've had tequila, which is worth sipping. I would think if I was spending $300 on a bottle of tequila that I would be able to sip it. But, like, they just shoot it. I mean, if you're spending $300 on a bottle at a bar, you ain't sipping nothing, brother. It's like $100. So it's probably what? So it's what? So if it's $300 at a bar, it's probably what? $300 retail, $400 retail? Or I'm sorry, $100 retail, $75 retail, something like that. 
Maybe. I mean, a, a good bottle of Patron's probably that much. And, like, a good bottle of Patron, I can sit and sip. Like, I can pour into a glass, and I can sip it, and drink it like it's a fucking whiskey. There's not a world where I would sip a tequila, to be totally honest oh. with you. Oh, no, dude. Like, so we went to Mexico for uh, spring break with my family uh, a number of years ago. I don't even know how many. And we hit a place, and we actually did go to a place, and we we bought some tequila that was, like, whiskey. Not, like, expensive whiskey, but, like, mid-range whiskey-level quality of just sipping tequila. It's got a nice oaky character to it. Like, it's not Cuervo. It was way better than Cuervo, but I mean, for that, yeah, Patron, like the good Patron, you can kind of like just drink on ice if you want, like drink it on the rocks. It's fine. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying in general, if you're at a bar yeah. and you're playing as good a bottle, you're not playing to make a series of good decisions. That's true. But I, this, this movie bothers me because later on they bust out like a 3000 plus bottle of tequila. Oh, 10,000. They just do shots out of it. I'm like, dude, if I have a $10,000 bottle of anything, I am sip. I'm nursing that stuff. I'm not just doing shots. Yeah. Like I'm doing, I'm, I fucking like a nurse, a $45 bottle of gotch. Like Lafroy 10 is maybe, okay. Maybe, maybe 60, 65 now, but like, so a $65 bottle of scotch that I can buy at the liquor store, I will just, I will drink neat. I will not shoot it. If, if you get a $65 bottle or more of tequila, it should be sippable and not sh- only shots. A $10,000 bottle of liquor, you should not just do shots out of. I mean, I'm not going to say I've never shot just a whole bottle of like moderate priced liquor before and check out a kill list if you want to see what happens when we do an entire (laughs) 750 of a woodford in like 45 minutes you were doing shots of woodford we were doing doing shots of woodford for kill list oh my oh my god explains a lot about kill list that's puke rock right i mean yeah that is puke rock and that is actually i think my comment on Puke Rock is what got me invited to the podcast. It was probably because salient. I think, my, I think my, my comment was, that's how the magic happens. It was. It's because we just <laughs> shot down like a whole bottle of Woodford in like an hour. Nah, dude, you fucking sip that shit. It's Absolutely not-, not. We did shots of it. Oh, God damn it. That but that's so what I'm saying. This movie now. That explains so much about this movie now. Anyway. So they they order a $300 bottle of tequila, which is probably like a $65 bottle of tequila if you go to the liquor store because bars are going to jack the price up. Mm-hmm. It's Karen with a C, not Karen with a K. That's not a thing. Just want to point that out real quick. Yeah. If I were going to Karen with a C, I would tell her to fuck off. Like, 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 oh, is it like Madison where it's like, it's a Y and two N's, but the Y's not where you think? I mean... Yeah, like... Or I'm sorry, mystical with a Y? <laughs> mystical I mean, with a Y, because you got to <laughs> specify so you don't get fucking confused. <laughs> uh, 
Please go back to our Patreon channel on our Discord <laughs> to find out what the fuck we're talking about. We ain't telling. Nope, you gotta sign up for the Patreon to get on the Patreon Discord channel. <laughs> it's gonna cost you one dollar a month to understand that bullshit. Go to patreon.slarchpencils.com and sign up for a Patreon, and then go to discord.slarchpencils.com and go to our Discord and find out what the fuck we're talking about. So come back next time. And while your podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. And uh, so anyway, they order a... Yeah, so it's, they're like, hey, he's like, hey... So David Keckner is like, hey, baby, like, what's your name? And she's like, Karen. He's like, is that with a K or a C? And she's like, with a C. And no one at any point said, what the fuck? Yeah, that would have been the first thing I said, to be totally honest, because I'm a <laughs> asshole. I don't know. Who spells Karen with a C? Yeah, I don't know what bothers I, me more, the fact that he asked the question or the fact that she responded that way. Yeah. Oh, it's like, he's like, hey, so is it like this 99.99999% thing or this 0.0001% thing? It's like, oh, it's the 0.0001% thing. And he's like, okay, cool. Give me that bottle. Yeah. And and so the, he, he uh, says he'll pay 50 bucks to whoever does the shot first. Yeah. So Green Arrow, Green Arrow just like does the shot immediately, and Bubbles is like, "Wait, what? Huh?" Calls him a misfit, which is the weirdest thing I've ever heard a person call another person. <laughs> you have to call her that's a misfit next next time he's on. He won't know. He won't know about any of this. He won't know, but we'll enjoy it. Yeah. That's I'll, the best way for him. That's the best way for us to enjoy it is for him to have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. On it, although he does kind of sometimes listen to the episodes he's not on. So yeah. Horse Santa, how's it going? Hope you're having a good day. Yeah. That, have fun slinging those loaves. Yeah. Loaves. And then deliver the bread afterwards. Yeah. All loaves, no fishes. <laughs> that's funnier than it should have been. Uh, good. I'm glad I finally hit that mark. Or maybe I'm just drunk enough. Uh, or both. And so anyway, yeah, so... And then uh, Kekner's like, hey! And then th so then they're watching some dude at the bar. Watch the bartender lady. And uh, do we have a nickname for Kekner? Like, I don't know, just... What do you call him? Whammy? We'll call him Whammy, sure. That works. Yeah. Yeah, so Whammy is like, hey, yeah, my wife and I have a bet. Every time that guy checks out the bartender's ass, she she wins. Every time he takes out her, checks out her tits, I win. And so then the bartender goes to reach something on a tie shelf, and the guy looks at her butt, and he hands like a hundred bucks over to his wife. And they're like, wait, you guys just like bet like a hundred bucks on like if he'll look at her butt or her tits? And they, and and Whammy's like, yeah, it's you know, it's, it's no big deal. That's nothing. This is a gentleman's small, bet, a, more or less. It's a it's a small nothing bet, like whatever. And uh, and uh, my wife just closed the door to the office. I'm not sure if it's to protect me from her or her from me. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's any either one's possible at this point. And uh, and so they're like, hi. And he's like, hey, shot game. And then uh, Bubbles is like, oh shit. And then does the shot before uh, Green Arrow can. And he, he wins 50 bucks. Yeah. And it, oh, it, by the way, it is uh, Violet, the wife's birthday. Yes, this and this is, is all, all for, for her. her. And so Green Arrow's like, hey, like, why don't we get out of here and go to this? 
great strip strip club that I I know I know about. And Whammy's like, sure, why not? They yeah. do confirm with they do confirm with Violet though that it's okay for that she's okay going to strip club, which is you know great and all. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, some women are okay with it, some aren't. And they go to the strip club. And Whammy complains because there's no touching allowed at the strip club. Yeah, like every strip club that's ever existed. Um, okay, so for my, my bachelor party, we oh. went to a place called the Lumber Yard, where, where men go to get wood. And that that's the tagline. I'm on, very on. upset by that. <laughs> I don't even know if it still exists. I have a, I have a, uh, I have a, uh, the, uh, one of the guys in the class below me at my high school died after being stabbed there. So it's a great place. Cool. Um, yeah. That's the I, kind of place where you would buy a bottle of liquor and then shoot it down. <laughs> but no, apparently the private dances, you're just not allowed to, um, you're allowed to, to touch, but not like touch private parts. That's it. You can touch anywhere else. There's no sex in the champagne room. There is no sex in the champagne room. And I'm not talking like, I'm talking like you can't touch genitals. Anywhere else was okay. But that, yeah. So at least one place exists in the world, Chris, where you can, where you can touch some stuff. That's why motherfucker got stabbed. Yeah, apparently. Rest in peace, Luca Passa. Rest in peace. Baruka Faso. <laughs> Luca Passa. Luca Passa. Sorry for disrespecting who, this guy. Who had a car with so many speakers in it that uh the uh the um alternator couldn't keep up with it. He should have got a capacitor. He should have got a bigger alternator. <laughs> no, you get a capacitor. That's that's what those are for when you have like high end yeah. audio. And Yep, and so the uh, yeah, our shop teacher is like, "Well, dude, you're like drawing, you know, ten amps, but your alternator is only an eight amp alternator. So of course your battery is going to die at some point." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So anyway, um, so they go to the strip club. Keckner complains that you can't touch anyone. So he, oh, we, oh, we forgot about the slot bet. Oh, at the bar. At the bar, before the strip club, there is a tweaker lady there. I believe she is credited as tweaker. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, and she's trying to get a, a drink, and Keckner bets them 100 uh, says he'll give $100 to the first person who says something to her that will get them slapped. And so Bubbles goes up there, and he's like, hey... Hey Monica, is that you? Do I know you? Um, I, I thought you were someone else. Bye. Yeah, he he yeah. doesn't follow through. No, and then Green Arrow goes up there and gets slapped, and they hand him the hundred dollars, and he's they're like, "Hey, how'd you do that?" They're like, "What'd you say to her?" And she's like, "Well, I told her I'd give her, I'd buy her a drink if she slapped me." Yeah, which is ex- which is exactly what I would have done in that position. I'd be like, "So, how much do I have to pay to slap me?" As long as it's less than a hundred dollars, I'm netting. It's a net win. So let's yeah, I'll, I'll buy. I'll spend eleven dollars or whatever with a drink and tip, and then like I get fucking eighty nine dollars. Yeah, come on. 
Like it's as long as you net something out of it, it's a win. But anyway, we're at the strip club. Yeah, and so Kendra says he'll give them. Or Whammy says he'll give them like X amount of money if they smack that stripper's ass. It wasn't even that much. Not enough to get thrown out of a strip club, as a guy who's never been thrown out of a strip club can tell you. It was either fifty or a hundred dollars. Not a not like, enough. Not enough. Not enough but, because they. Most strip clubs, aside from the lumber yard, are super against that. Yeah. Apparently, the lumber yard was a brothel, but that seems well, like a different no. conversation. That was like when you went to like a private dance, Chris, and also Wink. no no genital touching. So wink. It wasn't a brothel because there's no genital touching. Wink. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so um, yeah, so they they get kicked out after Green Arrow slaps that chick's ass for fifty or hundred bucks or whatever, and the guy kicking them out seems to think that Bubbles was the one that slapped the chick's ass. And, don't sorry, know why the, they don't look anywhere near similar. No. And so Kechner or Whammy yells out the window of the the car. I'll give you five hundred bucks if you is it five hundred bucks if you punch that guy first? Yeah, it was it was like three or five hundred or something it if you a, punch the bouncer first. Yeah, and so he punches the bouncer, and the bouncer punches him back, and then we cut. <laughs> yeah, to him waking up in strange bedroom, and uh, we're now at a. Uh, Violet's house, apartment, condo? It's unclear. Well, Violet and Whammy's condo, apartment, house. Probably owned house. And, uh... What are we calling him? Protagonist? Yeah. Bubbles. Uh, Bubbles. Bubbles comes to... And he's all, uh... Oh, man. I didn't uh, expect to be getting into a fight tonight. And Green Arrow's like, I wouldn't call that a fight, buddy. Which is pretty funny as a former uh, hooligan. (laughs) It ain't really a fight when the guy just smashes you unconscious immediately. So uh, he comes to at the new place. Very nice place. Clear these uh these guys got some money. He wanders out into the living room area and everybody's all like, Hey, you're up. Got his glasses smashed up directly in half during the uh altercation at the strip club. And they decide they're going to uh, celebrate by doing fat rails and drinking the aforementioned $10,000 a bottle tequila. So they can continue to party. Whammy says he's going to get some painkillers to help out uh, Bubbles. On account of he got punched in the face real hard. So he heads off to the office area of this place. 
to get him some high grade pharmaceuticals. Yeah, and but they also have a little bit of a laugh about something. Oh, so they they head off, and that's when uh, Violet decides that she's going to become a human being and talk to people. Yeah. And so she talks to Bubbles and says she's going to clean him up because he's got, you know, fucking blood that's dripped all down his face because, you know, broken, busted nose. I don't know about broken nose, but definitely busted nose. It's broken. And, uh, yeah, so she wipes him down while telling him, I don't know, a little bit about herself. I don't remember exactly what she says because it's been over a week since I watched this movie. The implication is that uh, they're they're forming a bond of some sort. Yeah, and while they're doing that, uh, Whammy's in the office with uh, Green Arrow, and they're laughing. And Green Arrow's like, "Dude, I can't." And he's like, "Oh no, man, it'll be funny." He's like, "Oh man," but he's gonna, "Oh man," like, "No, I just do it." And he's like, "Okay," and then they head out of the office with the pharmaceuticals, which are yeah. already kept in a safe, which has a lot of cash in it. A shit ton of money. And by a lot of cash, I apparently mean $250,000. So, yeah, me being me, I have qualms with that number. Yeah. Because there's a point where that doesn't make sense, but we'll get there. Yeah. But I'm a pedantic asshole sometimes. Not all the time, because I like Troll 2, but... (laughs) I mean, if it's in hundreds... It's a lot. I mean, if it's in hundreds, like 50 bundles, does that sound right? Like, so a bundle of hundreds is like 5,000. Is that right? 50, like a whole strap? Bundles? Yeah. Uh, like a strap of hundreds is 5,000, right? That's 51. 50, I think so. Builds. So it'd be 50, 50 bundles. And if they were fresh, like if they were new, they're pretty thin. Those seem pretty fat, though. Yeah. And Sorry, it, I, yeah, you, you could tell who's worked who's worked uh, who's worked a safe in retail before, because <laughs> I'm like, I know exactly how thick a bundle of hundreds. Is. <laughs> um, I mean, so 50, 50, 50 straps of hundreds. There was definitely more than five. Yeah. Like, for sure. Because it took several random boxes. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, We'll get back. We'll get back to why I suck to watch movies with sometimes. <laughs> Nailed it! Nice. <sighs> so... Yeah, so they head back. And they give uh, Bubbles his painkillers. And he needs to go to the bathroom. Which, for the record, I've heard from people, not me, but I've heard from people that if you're handed random pharmaceuticals and somebody says, it's Percocet, probably, that shit ain't Percocet. It's crack. It's sometimes crack. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard. Um... Yeah, so yeah, so he, he goes to the bath. He goes going to go to the bathroom, and Green Arrow follows him to the bathroom. No, they're on and, the fucking balcony. Oh, they're on the balcony or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Wavy's like, check out this sick view. I got, I got a, 
condo in Malibu and like fucking Guam or whatever. <laughs> why is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why at all. You know, yeah, that you know that high end that place that all the big Gu- Guam, the most Guam. fashionable place. I mean, it is a territory of the United States of America. They do they do uh, contribute at least one electoral vote to the uh, presidential election. But Guam, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to inject some horse land energy into this. <laughs> Yeah, it's because Horace Lanza would have totally name-checked Guam. <laughs> yeah, Horace Lanza probably would have said Illinois. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, it is a higher-end state than Illinois. <laughs> Guam? No, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry for all our listeners in Guam. Yeah, we This love is you. going south real fast. And hey, if I could ever afford to buy a high-end uh, estate in Guam, I will. <laughs> There's a joke here, but I'm not trying to chase it down right now. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so he's like, hey, look at this view of, I assume, L.A. Probably. I don't know. I'm from the Midwest. I don't fucking have any idea. I'm also from the Midwest. I don't have any fucking idea. <laughs> it looks like L.A. It's kind of grimy looking, and there's a lot of lights. I don't fucking know. <laughs> But there's no fish tacos, because I hear they have fish tacos in L.A. In L.A. L.A. Um, yeah, and while he's checking out the view, apparently Green Arrow's just pissing on Bubbles' shoe. Literally. L- yeah. Yeah, I'm not... I, that's, not a, that, that's not a euphemism. It's not an idiom. It is just a statement. And uh, Bubbles is not happy about the shoe pissing, which, fair enough, he got nope. a shoe pissed on. But Whammy does give uh, Green Arrow some money for doing it, because apparently that was the bet they had made while in the office. Yeah. So Bubbles goes to rinse his shoe off in the bathroom. Yep, and Green Arrow follows him. Yeah, and he's like, look, look. They have a fuck ton of money. Let's rob these assholes. You were earlier asking if you could break a guy's arm for $82 or whatever. Yep. So why don't we just rob these fucking assholes? This guy's so jacked, he's not going to call the cops, and even if he did, they'd show up, and they'd be like, dude, you're fucking cranked out. Yeah, like, let's 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 use probable cause to search your house for all the drugs, and oh, look, we found all the drugs. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Green Arrow doesn't understand how, how being a rich, straight white guy works. I mean, I've heard that, that tracks... I've heard that if you were to rob a person engaged in nefarious things, that they're not going to call the cops. Okay. You might get shot the next day, (laughs) but they're not going to call the cops. See, I live in Northern Virginia where they, uh, the, the cops search people's freezers and just find stacks of cash in their freezers. They took as bribes as, uh, I don't know, uh, members of the House of Representatives of the United States Congress, but <laughs> they, uh, I've never heard of anyone, uh, you know, being arrested for drug charges after someone stole from them. That's because they don't call the cops. Uh, okay. Because they got to call the cops. Yeah. Anyway, so the plan is simple. 
Old uh, uh, Bubbles, Bubbles is going to grab Violet and yep. Green Arrow sure. is going to handle the business with a uh, whammy. Yep, exactly. So they enact the plan. Yep. It goes and off it turned- well-ish. Uh, it, well-ish until uh, until uh, protagonist or Bubbles sees that uh, apparently Whammy has a gold medal black belt in martial arts. Yeah, unspecified martial arts. Yep, and so he unleashes his gold medal black belt upon Green Arrow and, uh, and basically incapacitates the two... Uh, interlopers, uh, potential thieves, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Also, Violet has uh, a gun, which helps. Yeah. And 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 Whammy's like, hey, 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 guys, guys, guys. I know you're, 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 you're I, I, I see what you're doing. Like, you see a bunch of cash in the safe. You think you're, hey, if we just steal it, we can, we can just take it, and walk out with it. That's fine. I, I get it. But you know, like, this is my wife's birthday. And the whole plan was you guys were going to win this money. Like if you just do the just do the bets, you know, that we've 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 concocted, you know, you'll just walk out of here anyway with the money. So like just just everybody calm down. Just the sit on the couch, we'll forget that this whole rigmarole happened. And we'll just continue on with the game. And at the end of the day, at the end of the night, you guys are going to walk out with $250,000 anyway. Like, you don't have to hurt anyone or threaten anyone. It's fine. Like, just, let's just, let's just, everybody chill. Just, yeah. Just chill, bro. It's fine. And if that doesn't immediately let you know this is a bad idea, I don't know what will. Yeah. But what it does lead to is Whammy complaining about a dog shitting on his patio. Yeah. We've all been there. Uh, actually, my dogs. Uh, so my patio is in the backyard, where only my dogs go, and my dogs have not shit on our patio. Thankfully. Yeah, I've they never had that ground. problem either. Actually. Yeah, they like to shit on soft ground, not hard ground. I don't have a patio, but also I've never just had random shit. Regardless. Yeah. Well, yeah, like we have a fence keeps the dogs out of the the backyard. Yeah. And who has a patio in their front yard? That's weird. That's wild. Yeah. Well, LA, am I right? Yeah, my front yard is way bigger than I would like, but that's how they did things back in the nineteen fifty mid nineteen fifties. So whatever. So the the new wager is for dog shit vengeance. Whoever can go to the <laughs> house next door. No, 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 the best part is, is when Kegner says, hey, the neighbor's dog shits in my yard, and Green Arrow's like, you want us to kill the dog? And he's like, no! Like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> I don't want to, I'm going to pay you to kill an animal. Well, that doesn't happen yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like, yeah, so I want you to get vengeance, by, and I want you to go shit in my neighbor's house. Yeah, and just give, well, get me a picture of it. Yeah, whoever brings back photographic evidence of having shit in their house, shit in my neighbor's house first, gets whatever 500 bucks thousand bucks i don't know money yeah it's money well and we've already seen some cracks between the two forming because i think earlier they did like uh who can hold your breath the longest oh yeah and, and green arrow punched bubbles in the gut right before he could beat green arrow's time so that green arrow didn't get beat yeah 
And this uh, upsets Bubbles, but Whammy is like, hey, I, there were no stipulations that you couldn't be a fucking asshole and punch the other dude or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it was not a sanctioned match, so it's no DQ. Yeah. So they go bust in. They're like race shitting each other, which is a wild <laughs> like thing to stare, see. Stared each other in the eyes while they're like shit, trying to shit. Which, I, if I'm looking at a dude, like just staring at a dude's eyes, I don't know if I could shit while I was doing that. I don't know if I could A, do that, but then you add the extra stress of like committing, breaking, and entering on top of it. And then he looks, and Bubbles looks over and. Apparently attached to the kitchen is the, like, the daughter's bedroom. Yeah. And I don't, and also I can't squat like that because I have a, I have a weird blood vessel thing above my knee, which has kept me from bending my knee a whole lot for many, many, many years. And so my left knee does not bend enough to squat down like that. So I don't know if I could even shit there anyway, but. Uh, yeah, so, but apparently Bubbles manages to pinch a loaf first. Yeah, he, he literally yells, like, good luck, asshole, and runs out. Yeah, like, wakes up the daughter, and the daughter is like, what? There's a strange man in my kitchen, and he's apparently taking a shit. And uh, Green Arrow just fucking jets out of there as quick as he can, because he doesn't want to get caught yeah. in some stranger's bedroom while a underage while making an underage girl watch him. Gross. Can that get you like on every list that exists? There's so many lists. <laughs> so and, Bubbles uh, yeah. uh Bubble shows up first to the house again, gives them the picture, gets the money. And Green Arrow shows up a couple of few later and he's like, hey I'm going to fix the problem from the source and I'm going to kill this dog in your living room. Yeah. He brings the dog with him and he's like, I'm going to just, I just kill this fucking dog now. Like you'll never have, you'll never shit in your yard again. Or, and, uh, and whammy's like, whoa, 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 dude. Like, no, like don't, I'm not going to pay you to kill an animal. What the fuck? And they just kind of like, he's like, like, just, just let the dog go. And, and so green, I was like, okay, fine. I guess if you're not going to pay me, I'm not going to kill this dog and just lets it, Loose in the house? Yeah, just starts to run around the house. Yeah. And so is this is this the uh eviction money or the the uh finger thing next? Eviction money first. Okay. And so at this point, this is where Violet's like, hey honey, um I kinda wanna fuck uh bubbles. Yeah. And Green Arrow's like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, and and so Kegner's like, so Whammy's like, so how much, like, how much to to fuck my wife, like a thousand, and Bubbles like, dude, I'm married, like, I'm not gonna fuck your wife, like, I realize that may be like a thing you guys have, but my wife and I have not discussed this, and if I were to fuck another woman, it would be cheating, and and so Whammy's like, how about forty five hundred dollars? He's like, I know, I know, it's a very specific amount of money, but while you were unconscious, I went through your, I, I like. I I, re, I went through your pockets. I saw that you had the eviction notice for forty five hundred dollars. So if you fuck my wife, you can pay off the your landlord, and you won't get evicted. So how about it? Yeah, and he's like, and, 
Yes. And Bubbles is like, well, I if I keep a roof over my wife and child's head, I guess I will I guess I will have to have sex with this attractive woman. Yeah. And they do. And they do. But the best part is is while she is writing Bubbles, uh she's like, "Oh, I'm almost there." And and then Whammy's like, "I am too." And then Green Arrow's like, wait, what? And looks over, and Whammy is like fucking whacking it while his wife is fucking this guy. And and, and Green Arrow's like, oh shit! And like jumps out of the, like jumps off the couch. Like, I am not gonna be near a guy who has his dick out. But the best part is, is like, what? Green Arrow's like, dude, like I'd fuck your wife for like nothing. Like you don't have to pay forty five hundred dollars to get your wife fucked. I'll do it now for free. <laughs> yeah, but she's in the married dudes. Yeah, no, she's in the married dudes who who need money apparently, and so uh, and so uh, Whammy and Violet finish at the same time apparently, uh, much to Green Arrow's horror, and they go downstairs to change. Yeah, because they've uh, both uh, apparently uh, messed up their outfits. And Bubbles is like, "No, nah, I'm good. I think I've had enough of this." Uh... Yeah. Like, I got my rent money. Like, rent's covered. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, and he's, I mean, he's probably up a little bit more than just that at this point, right? Well, I mean, yeah, because he, he he shit, and he got, and he punched the, the bouncer first, and he did the shot first for the second shot. Yeah. So he's at least, he's won three bets. He's probably up, what, like 1550, something like that. Yeah. So he's On like, fuck it. His, like, yeah. I'm out. I got a bunch of money and I, I uh, cheated on my wife. That's good enough for me. I feel conflicted. I'm leaving. Yeah, and at some point he calls his wife and says he'll be home in a half hour or whatever. But like, he's not. No. Like his wife is calling. Like, hey, you said you're going out for drinks with Enrique. Haven't heard from you. What the fuck? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll be home soon. But then he's not. So he leaves, and now we're down to just uh, Violet, Whammy, and Green Arrow. Yep. Whammy's a little disappointed that Bubbles left. Yep. But the game continues. And they offer what? They offer Green Arrow a thousand? Like $5,000 to cut off his pinky? 25000 Oh, 25000 Yes. It's a lot of money to cut off his pinky. Yeah. And as Whammy puts it, what are you doing with it anyway? Yeah, like, I don't know, you don't need your pinky for shit. And Green Arrow's like, okay, that's fair. And as he's getting ready to cut it off, uh, uh, Bubbles shows back up, and he's like, look, you know, 4,500 is great, keeps me from being evicted, but that doesn't get me ahead in my rent at all. I ain't got a job. I ain't got shit to do. And I'm pretty sure it's, it's it may or may not be Friday. I don't know. Uh, but so he he starts. He's like, you know what? I'll cut off my pinky for twenty thousand dollars. And then Green Arrow counters, and they counter all the way down to like what, like a thousand dollars is oh, what. Well, they get down to like fifty. I think it's fifteen grand. Fifteen grand, and with bubbles, bubbles takes the low bid of fifteen grand, and. Green Arrow's super pissed. Yeah, he's like, you 
fucker, like you cost me $25,000 and you're going to get $15,000. And that's when Whammy's like, hey, why don't we have Green Arrow cut off your, your pinky for you? Yeah. Because it's too and, gross for him. Yeah, he's like, I don't like blood. Fuck. He does heat up a fucking clothes iron so they can cauterize the wound, which is yeah, um, yeah fucking like, madness. Because <laughs> that's not how that would work. Yeah, oh, you you put it on high, it's fine. Like it'll steam, you know. It keeps the it keeps the wound nice and pressed. Yeah, so get some. If you really want to get it moist before you try to cauterize it, that'll help. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you can get steam above 212 degrees, Chris. You can't get water above 212. You can't get liquid water above 212. So they uh, they go for it. Yep, it's a meat cleaver is what they use to cut off the pinky. Yeah. And he, he gets most of it. But the deal is all of it, all the way off. It's not all the way off. It's like hanging there by a little strand, and you're just like, oh, ugh, bleh, uh, ah, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, did, did anyone else not feel slightly nauseated watching that? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty gross. It's just hanging there by like a like yeah, a little bit of flesh, and he's like, and again, Whammy's like, not nah, the the bets for the whole thing. Yeah, so he just and, fucking cranks it and just rips it off, <laughs> which is fucking. And like, gross just so gnarly yeah, dude because like because bubbles idea was like hey like cut my finger off i put it on ice i just get it reattached for you know five thousand dollars and i still net ten thousand dollars out of this and so green arrow just like tosses it over his shoulder so it doesn't go into ice and the the fucking dog from earlier is like ooh, chew toy and starts eating it and fucking chokes on it and dies yeah. Which, I mean, I'm pretty sure my dog Lucifer would try to chew on a, a, a finger like that. I don't think he would choke on it, but he totally would be like, ooh, chew toy. Yeah. Here, try to pull it out of my mouth because we can play it like it's a toy. <laughs> Toby would swallow it whole and not even notice. Link would die immediately. <laughs> because he's stupid. <laughs> So the yeah, dogs, no, Lucy, Lucy would be like, "Hey, it's a it's a pull toy. Pull on pull on the nail, and I'll pull on the the knuckle, and we'll see who wins." Because he always went tug is his favorite favorite game ever, ever. Well, I mean, you're limited as to games when you're a dog. I mean, patty cake would work if, if you fucking learn. I try to teach him patty cake, he just won't learn it. Yeah, my dog's a fucking idiot. Your dog is dumb. It's cute though. <laughs> he is he's actually pretty awesome. I like him. But yeah. Uh, so uh the dog chokes and dies on uh, Bubble's finger. <laughs> yeah. And Wavy's like, okay, let me get let me get this dog the fuck out of here. Uh, we don't need this. Bring it down this sick party we're having where people are cutting off fingers and fucking my wife. Yep. <laughs> And then he brings out, he's like, hey, is anyone else hungry? It's been, you know, an, a number of hours since any of us have ingested food. Yeah, so he he and has, like, the whole, like, uh, the dish with, like, the lid and the whole bit. Yeah, 
Like you can hear the microwave rubbing running in the in the uh, kitchen though while like they're doing stuff. So like whatever it is, it's like a fucking microwave meal. It has not been like you know baked and braised or whatever. Yeah, and there's no Gordon Ramsay preparing whatever dish is happening here. Yeah, no, this is this is uh yeah, this is not uh fucking Michelin star rated meal here. But there is a. Uh, a bunch of meat with a little bit of fur at the ends. Yeah, and I hope fur. I mean, like white curly fur, like the dog had. Yeah, he had microwaved a dog, which is somehow the most repugnant thing I have seen in a long time. Yeah, and then he's like, "Okay, so X amount of dollars to whoever finishes." I think it was fifty grand on this one. Who the yeah? Whoever finishes their portion of the dog. First and go, and it is the most like I Christian, um, yeah. The so just beyond Christian, going beyond like the whole idea of people eating a dog, just the mouth noises they make while eating the dog is um probably not something you would enjoy. Oh, it's tailor made for him to not enjoy this. Yeah, like <laughs> also, it's a dog. <laughs> That's totally no. not picking up on the mic because oh, okay, of noise good. reduction. <laughs> you're you're welcome, Christian. Just buy nitro now because that the Discord just saved you a bunch of grossness. Um, yeah, yeah. no, they they make disgusting and they they fucking zoom in on the guy's mouths while they're eating. So like trivia says that production wise, it was obviously a rotisserie chicken that they were eating. But man, oh really? They didn't eat a dog. Yeah, shocking. I know, like, they didn't cook a real dog. For Thank God Trivia was here to point me in the right direction, because I thought for sure yeah. they ate a dog. I know, shocking. And, uh, yeah, so, but they make, like, the, like, they just zoom out of these fuckers' mouths while they're eating, and they just, like, fucking turn up the gain on the, uh, the mouth noises as they're eating. It's, it's, ooh. It's real gross. Ugh. It's real gross. Like, I... I don't get nauseated easily by people eating, but man, that made me a little queasy. Yeah, it's not even that it's a dog. That's just funny. Yeah. It's the, I mean, the I, sound I, is gross. I I have tr- I mean, I have trouble with people eating dogs, but that's cuz I I mean, I I love dogs. I grew up with dogs. I've dogs I'm a dog person. I am 135% a dog person. So I had little trouble with that, but I had much more trouble with the visuals and the mouth noises that they had on the screen and coming out of my soundbar of these people eating this dog. Nasty. <laughs> it's bad. So, you know, me, yeah. So sorry. Yeah, Christian, I'm going to just come out now, Christian, say maybe you don't want to watch that part of this movie or maybe all of this movie at that point. I don't know. And it's... It's clear that Green Arrow wins, but somehow it's a tie. Super clear yeah, that he wins. Yeah, I I think because somehow Bubbles manages to swallow everything first, but Green Arrow gets all in his mouth first. Yeah, they call it a tie. It's bullshit in my yeah. book. Yeah, yeah, it's whatever. It's it's a way to extend the the game. Yeah, and or the movie. And the tiebreaker is who could eat his severed finger, Bubble's severed finger first. Yes. 
and they literally fight over who's going to eat his severed finger. <laughs> Which is fucking bananas, but fucking amazing at the same time. Yeah, if this movie wasn't already off the rails, it's all the way now. It's wild. And I believe Bubbles manages to eat his finger first. He does manage to eat the finger. But he pukes it up. But uh, <laughs> the the but he's like, well, I got it down, so that technically counts as eating it, right? And they're like, well, yeah, you, you got it down, so you did technically eat it, and being technically correct is the best kind of correct. So... You win the money for eating your own pinky finger, you weird fucking fuck. And Chris, and listeners, Chris is peeing right now, so I'm going to vamp while he uh, finishes so you can come back and talk to me more about this movie because I don't remember what happens next because I watched it over a week ago. And therefore, my memory is not great. Uh, so I hope you're all having a lovely time. Happy holidays. Um, if you celebrate Hanukkah, I hope you're having a great Hanukkah. If you celebrate Christmas, I hope you're having a great Christmas. Great. Chris is back from peeing now. Uh huh. So, uh, after, uh, after bubbles, uh, wins for eating his own finger, what happens next? Cause I don't remember. So after the finger eaten, it really, pisses off uh, Green Arrow. Fair. Because he feels like he's getting cheated, you know, because he he did. He's lost out. He's lost out on $75,000 even though uh, Bubbles only won $65,000. And he, Bubbles is like, I'm done. Like, I'm out. Like, yeah, like I've got $65,000 in my pocket plus the money to pay my eviction money. My, my eviction backlog, plus a little bit more anyway. Peace, motherfuckers. Yeah, and Green Arrow just rushes him and beats the piss out of him. Yeah, like, just fucking grounds and pounds him. Yeah, just whoops on him. Um, Whammy's like, whoa, whoa, break it up, boys. Like, he takes uh, Green Arrow out on the patio yep to get get some air let's chill out a little bit yeah yeah just let's just bring it down think you're you're like you're like up here i need you down here can we can we just like uh just work it down so he heads uh he's talking whammy is talking to green arrow and he's like hey like i understand you know you're upset you're losing or whatever he's got a bunch of money and he's all like, I could have killed that motherfucker. And he's like, well, funny you should say that. What if you killed this motherfucker? Yeah, I will give you all of the money. All the money he has won, plus the rest of the money in my safe, the full $250,000 if you kill him. Yeah. And he's all like, uh, that, fuck him. He's a fucking shitbag and a coward. And I used to cover him all the time when we were kids. Yeah, like I used to fucking defend his ass, and he is—he hasn't said shit. He didn't help me out when I was on the, the skids. Fuck him! I'm gonna kill his ass and get two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, and so they go back. They go back into the house, and then but Violet is playing some kind of slideshow 
of all the pictures she has taken over the course of the night. And a lot of them are how about how buddy buddy uh, bubbles and green arrow are. Yeah. And, and and bubbles is like packing up his cash. He's like, fuck this. I'm like, I'm going to get out of here. He's got, you know, he's like loading them into a, loading it into a box that he can carry while he gets an Uber and green arrows just kind of stalking him. <clears throat> and he gets right about there and he's like, you know, fuck like, like this is my fucking friend. I can't fucking kill my fucking friend. I don't care how much money you give me. I cannot kill my fucking friend. And he's just like, ah. And then uh, Bubbles turns around and like just gives him like three rounds rapid right in the chest. Yeah, Bubbles has no such fucking qualms. Because he got the gun from Violet, mm-hmm. who apparently Violet had told him he will get two hundred fifty thousand dollars if he kills the full two fifty if he kills his friend, uh, Green Arrow, and Bubbles fucking did it. Yeah, falls through. And they call him a cab, and he goes home. Yep. And the and the movie ends with him standing in his fucking shitty apartment's living room, covered in blood, with a bunch of money, fucking on the couch, and the baby crying as his wife is like, "What the fuck's going on in here?" And then we just cut the credits. Yeah, that's it, more or less. Yep. So, Chris, what did you think of this movie? It's pretty good. Oh, oh, we missed one bit oh. where uh, after he gets in the cab, uh, Wyoming hands Violet $100 because apparently they had bet who they could get kill- get to kill the other person at the end of the night. Yeah. yeah. So, Chris, what did you think of this movie? It's pretty good. It There's a lot of... Uh subtlety to this movie which sounds weird after hearing us recount it but we didn't go <laughs> super into detail but no. there's a lot of little things that happen like when the camera pans there's several shots of like Violet looking super uh, into this sexually as they're mangling each other and fighting and doing gross bullshit for money uh there's like scenes where like they cut across and her and uh, Whammy are holding hands because they're both into it. Like you definitely get this strong feeling that this is not a thing. This is not a one-time thing. This is like the nineteenth time they've done this. And like the fact that the, I, I guess one of the things that really stuck with me was the fact that like they had a hundred dollars riding on this. Between them, like as, as I uh, as I messaged to Matt after watching the movie, like this just seems like a really mean version of trading places. Like trading places was bad enough. We're like, hey, we'll just wreck this one guy's life, and we'll make this other guy, you know, life's great, and we'll what bet one dollar on if we can do it. Yeah, like, but like getting one guy to kill the other guy seems a little bit meaner than that, even if it's a hundred dollars instead of one dollar. Yeah, and this is this is fun on its own. Like as just the surface read, like watching two dudes who are buddies from high school who fell out of touch a little bit kind of descend into this 
how how willing am I to fuck this dude up that I've known since I was 15 up for yeah, money? There's a lot of social commentary there about like two rich people uh, getting uh, poor people to fight each other and, you know, for a small amount of money compared to the rich people. Like $250,000 is nothing compared to people who have, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. And, yeah, and yeah, they're talking about how many houses they own in Guam or whatever. <laughs> in Guam. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, like there's there's a bit of social commentary in there, too, about the rich uh, getting the poor to fight amongst themselves so the rich don't have to pay them more money. Yeah. And the fact that, like, all, all of this shit that happened was for a $100 bet is wild. Yep. Yep. It's like, just like fucking trading places, only without the... Uh, amazingly accurate uh, Chicago commodities exchange scene. <laughs> but this is, it's pretty good. I mean, you can watch it on, like, I think I watched it on Pluto. Like, it's not like it's going to cost you much, if anything. Yeah, it's it's free to watch with ads somewhere, whether it's Tubi or Pluto or whatever. And it's like, it's suitably gnarly when it's going for it. Like it's it's gross sometimes. Yeah. All the actors do a real good job. I've never seen bubbles in anything before. I don't think. Yeah, I hadn't either. I thought I recognized the name because I thought it was the, the fucking like social worker from Orange Is the New Black. But I think that's a Healy is either the character's name or the the actor's last name, but not their actual first name. But it's it's pretty good. Yeah, Pat Healy is the Bubbles' actual name. And it's kind of nice to see a a violent schlock movie that actually has something under it that you actually... I appreciate a movie that you can watch surface level and it's just a gross, nonsense bunch of shit. But if you're paying attention, like, there's stuff going on under it. Like, it's clearly got something to say, but it's not... It's not like, you know, it trusts the audience to watch it and say, hey, there's stuff going on here underneath the stuff that's actually happening. There's subtext, and we appreciate you as an audience member, and we assume you have the intelligence to watch a thing and pick up on subtext and the little bits. Yep. yep. Yeah, it, this is this is a this is where horror does social commentary in a good way. Yeah, effective way, an effective way. I mean, I good, good, subjective, but effective. I think it's objective. Yeah, I think I. It's just nice. It's nice, especially for something that was just kind of out of nowhere. It's not. Yeah, it's not as uh, it's not as blatant as the rich eating the poor in society. Yeah, but. It uh it has it hits the same vibe, it does. But I I say it's worth a worth a go if you've never seen it. It's fun. It's it's got some real hardcore moments. Give it a go. It's totally worth it. What do you think, Mister Troy? I enjoyed this movie. Um, yeah. So it, it's gnarly in the right ways. Uh, the um bubbles pulling it out in the end surprised me. I will admit. Uh, and then when uh, fucking Whammy hands Violet the hundred bucks, I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, this is totally trading places." 
only a lot worse. <laughs> um, and and without like the stripper with the heart of, or I'm sorry, the commercial sex worker with the heart of gold, as plays by played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's much to say other than what you've said. It's it's real good. I think people should watch it. Uh, enjoy the social commentary on it about the you know the rich getting the poor to fight the poor instead of the poor fighting the rich like maybe they should probably should yeah um, you know like why why should the have nots fight the have nots when the have nots can fight the haves stop fighting um, over lifeboats guys take yeah. the ship yeah um but and I, I say that as someone who's probably is upper middle class to lower upper class in but you know what you all, y'all deserve uh, as much as much as I do. So, um, but yeah, no, I think people should watch this movie. It's a, it's a real it's it's surprisingly good, despite having like David Koechner as one of the lead actors. It is not a comedy in, in pretty much any way. Uh, I mean, he is he's amusing at times, but he is not funny. It. His comedy delivery works because it's so off-putting. Yeah. Like, it yeah, really yeah. helps sell the... This is a rich dude who does not see these as people. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he busts that fucking, like, $30,000 of Pancho Villa's tequila. And they're like, let's do shots. I'm like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> okay, that's different. A $100 bottle, yeah, let's do shots and get gross and throw up later. But $10,000... Yeah, no, no, you fucking sip that shit. Like, you know, like, I mean, you shoot cheap liquor and you sip nice liquor and anything. I'm sorry, anything I spend $100 on or more, I expect to be able to sip. Fair. You know, I mean, uh, although... I will buy a cheap bottle of Gordon's and infuse it with botanicals that my wife bought me in South Africa. Uh, I finished off my finished off my uh, pink peppercorn infused vodka today. Or, sorry, pink peppercorn infused gin today, Chris. I don't know if you realize that or not. I've been but keeping was, track. Yep. Uh, so I'll move on to something else next. I think I have like six or seven or eight more botanicals to try. Maybe cardamom. I'm thinking cardamom next. And gin? Yeah. That sounds unpleasant. I don't know. We'll give it a shot. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so... I see I watch it. Speaking of watching things, Chris, what are we watching next week? Well, well, next episode. Or next, not... Sorry. Next, as I said, I put that disclaimer at the beginning <laughs> of the episode for a reason, Chris. What are you watching next episode chris yeah let's not paint ourselves into a corner we're watching the pyramid as suggested by uh matt's buddy ryan presumably yes, about matt's a pyramid potentially it may have egypt involved at some point yeah or maybe aztecs who knows they had pyramids they did it's yeah oh that's fair very fair now i want aztec pyramids Maybe Incas. Who knows? Let's go to Jesus Christ. That place I have been that has Aztec pyramids in it. Um, Guam. No, yes, <laughs> Guam. Thank you. Yes, let's let's all go to Guam and look at Aztec pyramids. 
Check out our new podcast, Guam House Princess. <laughs> we look at Guam's uh, mini houses. Yep. So, so, Troy. So, Troy, what if other people wanted pyramids or something? Well, they could go reach out to us on Facebook where we're Slaughterhouse Princess. They could email us at slaughterhousepodcast at gmail.com. They could go do r slash shp r slash shp podcast, which is really hard to say after you've been drinking about movies and not thinking about movies. Uh, and message us there. Uh, they could go to our Discord at discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com and go to the movie request channel and request a movie there like a couple people have done this week. Uh, shout out to Kylie and Matt. I think and uh, uh put something in no. there. Oh uh, yeah, right. And uh yes, uh going out of out of uh horror but into genre for us. Yeah. Which we have we've been talking about pivoting to. We still need to talk about it a little bit more, but at some point we'll watch Short Bus, which apparently has a lot of uh naked people having sex in it. I love I to watch that next to a guy I've known since I was fourteen. Yep, I want Chris and Orsland to have to sit next to each other while watching that. I'm going to look him right hands. in the eyes while we're watching this porno movie. Yeah, just you guys just can hold hands while doing it. If right I... over Matt's pillow. Right right over the Matt pillow. Like, right, just hold your hands right in the crotch of the Matt pillow, and I think we'll be okay. Yeah. It's like and, he's here uh, with us. Yep, and uh, if you want to... Uh, Throw money our way. You go to patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com or go to store.slaughterhouseprincess.com and buy yourself a travel tumbler and or a comically large tapestry. Yeah, or a science towel. Or a science towel, a safety towel too, right? Yeah, or whatever the fuck else I put on there. I don't even remember. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, uh, well, they're, you know, and that's the things you can do. Yeah. So come back next time for the pyramid. And what our podcast think about movies? Uh, we'll probably infuse gin and then think about movies. Drink about movies. Bye. I still don't know why my wife shut the door. I'm not sure if she's protecting me from her or her from me.